Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Sheila Donnelly has had poor eyesight ever since she was a child. Now at the age of 86, Sheila is completely blind in one eye and has very little sight in the other. Sheila has been living alone since the death of her husband, but takes great joy from her canine companion, Glenn. However, recently, Glenn has unfortunately started to lose his sight as well. Sheila joins me on the line now to tell me her story. Sheila, thank you so much for joining us on the programme today. Now, you have... uh, really struggled with your eyesight for many, many years. I know as a as a child you had poor, poor eyesight. You wore very, very thick glasses, didn't you? I did at first, yes, until fortunately in, in my about my, my late twenties I think everything changed, you know, with technology and and the the lenses became lovely and thin then and the light you know, your glasses were much lighter. That was absolutely wonderful. And when you were going for eye tests, were they just telling you you had poor eyesight then? Uh, yes, yes. I think I was about minus uh, 15 and 16, something like that, which is pretty poor. So when was it that, that you were told that uh, your optic nerve was degenerating then? Oh, now that wouldn't be till several years ago. You know, it's very hard to get them to pin down your condition. They don't, they, somehow they, they don't seem to want to tell you what's wrong. And they, they sort of, I don't think they want to scare people possibly sometimes. And they, they just didn't do. And, and in the end, I, I said, well, what's, what is it, you know? And he said, well, he said, your optic nerve is just degenerating. As it dies, obviously there's less light coming through into the nerve. Now, I know that you obviously have been struggling with your sight for for a number of years. And I know that you don't mind me saying that you are, in fact, 86 years old, aren't you? 86. Now, when was it, Sheila, that you actually lost your sight? Well, my left eye, I lost, I should think, round about um, just 2003, something like that. And what about your right eye? I just have a glimmer which I'm hanging on to like grim death, <laughs> um, just just trying, you know, to, to be able to see a bit with this eye, with the right eye. Now, I know, Sheila, that you live pretty rural. Yeah, fairly. Oh, yes, we're in a lane, you know, that's uh, not a lot of houses. And I know you've been living on your own since your husband sadly passed away. Was it 12 years ago? Um, yeah, 12 years, a week Friday, 25th of November, yeah. Being on my own, I don't mind, yeah. So how have you managed since your husband passed away? Because I know that your husband was very much a great help oh, to you. Oh, he was a darling. I was so very, very fortunate, yeah, I really was, yeah. So how have you actually been managing since your husband passed away? <laughs> I don't know. I think the usual answer to that is with great difficulty, isn't it? But, uh, yes, I manage. You know, it's surprising how we adapt. You have to adapt and uh, and try and find easy ways to do things. Yes, it's, it's, it's surprising, really. The everyday life is It's just sort of, well, it's like routine, really, of course, but every all life is routine in a way, more so when you are... Um, you know, visually impaired. You, you have to get a routine going, otherwise I don't think you would cope as well. I and think you need to have a routine. 
I think being blind is, is very difficult, but you just need to learn how to do things in a different way. Well, you know, you've just got to accept it, really. I think acceptance is, is the key word. I do. I think it's the key word in life, really, is acceptance, you know. I don't know. People perhaps wouldn't agree with me, but some wouldn't agree. But I, I've always thought that. From, for, from years and years ago, I, I realized, you know. I thought, well, whatever happens to us in life, we have to accept it and make the best of it. And uh, and then it does make things that bit easier, you know. But I have made some wonderful friends uh, through talking to the volunteers, you know, in the evenings. I really have. Some days I don't actually see anybody at all, you know, except my dog. <laughs> um but I do use the telephone, of course. That's a great lifeline. How has that supported you over the last few years? Oh, that, that's been wonderful. Yes, we have uh, a talk and support from the RNIB. Uh, I have a group, join a group on a Monday afternoon. And they're really lovely, lovely people. And we all support each other. We don't really talk about our eyes unless anybody needs to bring something up. We talk about all sorts of things, current affairs, all sorts of things, really. And uh, very, very nice people. This is the thing, Sheila. Yeah. Blindness can be quite a lonely place, can't it? And I think you need yeah. to reach out and, you know, support whoever you can and be supported by whoever's there, you oh, know, yeah. at the other end of the phone as well. And and sometimes it's not about talking about blind issues. Uh, that does help, of course. But yeah. sometimes you, you need to speak about everyday life and everyday things that are going on in the news just for normality. That's true. You want to keep things just as normal as possible. And then you can even forget, you know, that you haven't got proper sight. You really can. You can sort of get carried away. And, and I always feel when I come off that line, you know, I feel quite uplifted, you know. And you also use the talking book service, don't you? Oh, yes, that's my lifeline. I did struggle on for quite a long time with large print books. And then I just realized, well, no, I just cannot cope with these. And um, I heard about the talking book service, you know, um, absolutely brilliant. The Midnight Rose was an absolutely super book. And that's by uh, Lucinda Riley, I think. She's a brilliant authoress, quite uh, different. You know, every one of her books is different. Now, Sheila, you mentioned your dog earlier on, your dog, Glenn. And I know that Glenn is just, you know, your closest compadre, isn't he? Well, yes, he's about my only uh, animal here. We do have a fox as well that visits. And unfortunately, Glenn is, is now losing his sight as well, isn't he? Sadly, probably over the last six months, I would say, with Glenn, maybe a bit longer. Probably in the spring, I think, a friend uh, noticed it. She said... Have you have you noticed, she said, Glenn's got a lot of blue coming in his eyes uh, and it's shiny. And I said, no, oh dear, I couldn't see that, of course. She said, oh, I think he might be starting with cataracts. So really, it's just gone from, you know, worse, worsened with him as it will, I suppose it will do. Now, I know that, that you've got to be by his side when you take him out for a walk now. And, and you know, the services have been great to you, haven't they? Because they've they've put up railings around, you know, parts of your garden and out to wherever Glenn uh, sleeps. And, and, you know, you're able to sort of get about, aren't you? Yeah, that is absolutely wonderful. 
And you've also made some adaptions for Glenn as well, haven't you? Uh, oh, yes, yes. I got a friend to, um, to put a lovely big wide piece of melamine right down the side of the gatepost where he goes into his, you know, his, his pen, which is a, a big pen. It, we had about an acre. But sadly, with, with him losing his sight, I don't risk now for him to have the whole of that free-running space, you see. Because I think if he got lost, he'd get down by the wood and he probably wouldn't know where he was and he could even stand there, you know, any time of the day or night. Because I'd never shut him in. I let him do his own thing and uh, please himself. And, and also, round his... Um, the opening where he can go in, it's like a slide opening, which can come up or down, but it's always stayed up. Uh, and he has this opening, and we've put melamine round the outside of that. An absolutely wonderful difference. The very first day it was done, he just walked in, and before he would stand there and he would sort of move his head from left to right and and quite, you know, worrying about whether he dare go in, and then he would sort of make a lunge inside. And uh, now he just walks calmly in. You sound like such a strong and resilient lady. You really do. It sounds like there's not much that could knock you. Well, I try. <laughs> I try. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, at last, I suppose, like everybody. I must say, I don't get depressed, which is really a great blessing. I might get a bit down sometimes, but I don't get depressed, and usually it doesn't last more than, you know, maybe a few hours, and that's and then I feel okay again. Yeah. I think the thing is, you know, when you do feel down like that, you kind of get to a certain point where you think, do you know what, if I go any further, I'm going to sink and I'm going to spiral. <laughs> so I'm going to start, you know, kind of slowly climbing my way back up. And, and, you know, I think we're all entitled to our down days. I think we all are. And I think we need to be able to have a good cry sometimes just to get it out of our systems. But yeah. then, you know, you've got to get on with it, like you say. As my sister tells me, it's all a learning curve. Life is a learning curve, she says. There's always something new, isn't there? Oh, well, listen, Sheila, I'm sure there's a lot that people could learn from you. Honestly, you're a wonderful well, lady. I don't know. Well, I'm I... just me. I don't know whether I've ever been any different all my life. I have no idea. From being a child, I believe I was very independent. Yeah, I don't know why, but I just, just, just my nature, really. Maybe it was all towards preparing me for this sort of life now, you see. Oh, it definitely is. It yeah. definitely is, Sheila, I have to say. Well, listen, Sheila, I'm going to let you go. But thank you so much for telling us all about Glenn and telling us all about your life. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon here on RNIB Connect Radio. Oh, thank you very much. That's been lovely. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts. <laughs>